Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the the this I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip I can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And... I'm Luke Heggie. Welcome to episode 12, mate. Prepubescence for this uh, podcast. Very happy to be here. Oh, mate, I'm very excited because the last two episodes, uh, 10 and 11, were covering models. Yuck. Episode 12, we're bringing it back to what this show is about. Fucking tip rats properly fighting in the sky. Yeah. Real people, you know? Yeah. They could be like us, except we're not cunts. Now, <laughs> what I like... There's a, you're not going to hear a don't you know who I am, you know, in this no. one. No. Well, there's not going to be a first class seat. No, there could have been a, you know, you don't know what I've seen, but that's only talking to oh. each other. You don't know how well I can fight. You don't know <laughs> yeah. me. That sort of thing. Yeah. But no, not do you know who I am. Then yeah. saying you're fucking there's not name. Gonna, there's not going to be pilots hopping out, hoping to have a quick chat with them to see if they can calm. The situation not. down. They'd be shitting their pants, those little fellas. So we're talking 2019. It can cast your mind back to 2019. And, you know um, my rule, man. It can't get the harp, 2019. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's not far enough back. <laughs> not far enough back. And we're looking at uh, Ryanair FR653, Glasgow to Tenerife South. A couple of big ticks there already. Ooh, yeah. Glasgow to Tenerife South. Ding, ding. Right? Glasgow to Tenerife South, if you don't know, the equivalent of that is your Sydney to Denpasar Jetstar. Yeah. We've got the Northern Hemisphere Jetstar Australia to Bali flight, Glasgow to Tenerife South. Here's here's the kicker too. It was March 16, so they're heading down to Tenerife for March 17, 2019, a bit of St. Patrick's Day cheer. Yes. All your mates... They wanted their standard St. Patrick's three-day rampage to go continental. Just a few Scottish blokes going, you know where we should celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Yep, Spain. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Get the culture. If only Ireland was closer. Well, <laughs> the, uh, before you even leave Glasgow, there's trouble. The Irish pretty much colonised Glasgow in the 19th century when they arrived in droves, originally looking for unspoiled potatoes, and then just proceeded to unleash their culture on the unsuspecting and probably previously peaceful Scots. <laughs> so the, um, 
the Irish invasion of, of Scotland in that area. This, this, to me, goes a long way to explaining why the Scottish eat breakfast-style meals at dinner time and bash each other on football stadium terraces before their organs pack up and they die young. Let's, um, since we are talking about my mates, the Irish, we should have a bit of their national anthem here. Just oh, let's in the go. background, as you... <laughs> I get a brief history lesson about Ireland. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Irish. So what have they done this time? I assume the Irish, you know, uh, Brazil have capoeira, which was their prisoners learning how to fight, but then they'd tell the guards yeah. they were dancing. Yeah. Well, Irish Irish dancing did morph into fighting. You see those, you see the tap dancing, Michael Flatley style people getting around where their legs are very busy. Their upper bodies do not much. They're keeping that, keeping that fresh for a couple of smashed pint glasses <laughs> in there. Hands just ready. Is that what you think? Is that what you think that jig style dancing is? The feet moving quickly because they're shoeless and there's broken glass on the floor. You don't want to. <laughs> it's from the olden days when when people used to shoot the floor. <laughs> yeah. but that, that's how they dance to me. Very special and cultural. But uh, oh, the way things are pretty grim up north. Uh, from for me, Glasgow violently annoyed is the default mood. In, in the whole of Scotland, the traditional home of golf. It does not look like a fun place. What's their famous course there? St Andrews? Is that where the the Open? Is it the Open? British Open? Yeah, St Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you could, you're speaking to someone who could not hate golf more. Pe- people watch golf on TV. Yeah, I know. That's insane. But when I whenever I see St Andrews and them playing, I'm like, why the fuck are you here? I know it looks pretty, but the weather's shit. It's rainy. It just doesn't look good. Add to that golf. I mean, I've played golf twice and had a really bad time both times. It's people say about God, they go, Oh, you'll be old one day and you'll be playing golf. No, I won't. Guarantee I will never play golf. It sucks. Yeah, I've got I've got no it just takes all day as well. Like anyone I know that plays golf the whole day. How the fuck do you get out for the whole day without questions being asked? Well, you clearly hate your family. Doing oh, that. All right. That's how you do it. Same as same as those men who polish and wax their cars. I mean, it's not as long as a round of golf. But you know, come on, you can't tell me you're not just escaping. You know, same yeah. same as those blokes who sit in the toilet wallowing in their own stench for longer than they have to. They're clearly just <laughs> looking to get away from the missus and kids. <laughs> That's how golf started, mate. I don't pretend you're above it taking a longer shit than necessary just for a bit of quiet. I. No, I'm I'm sort of out within a minute. That's insane. I don't want. Good luck to I don't you and your hemorrhoids. Yeah, that's causing some damage. <laughs> you should, your shotgun blast shits. Just take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you don't babe. see other animals relaxing. Babe, babe, their time. flip the head, <laughs> flip the egg timer. I'm going for a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, so before they've even left Glasgow, right, it's FR653, it left Glasgow at 6.10am, so packed to the gunnels with Glaswegians yearning to soak up some Spanish culture, as they are wont to do. And uh, you know where they're going. Like, they're not from Glasgow International here. It's Glasgow no. Presswick or Presswich Airport. Yeah, Presswick, yeah. They've flown out of Glasgow Presswick, which appears to be their, their secondary their secondary airport. Glasgow have been smart enough to go, we know where the tip rats are going. 
let's all funnel them through here. Yeah. Keep them separate from the usual travellers. I would like to know how many Scots for a 610 flight would bother going to bed. Oh. <laughs> Do you reckon? No way. Are you saying none of them uh, hopped into bed at 7pm the night before? Absolutely not. Better get a big no chunk way. of shut-eye they before are. this early morning <laughs> international. No, they are straight, straight to the airport yeah, from there's the a, pub. There's a lot of groups of lads with runny noses on that flight, not in flu season. A lot of guys charged up. Oh, at... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, these, um, I mean, they've, they've turned up at the airport, Glasgow Presswick, which you've had a look at, and uh, so have I. It's a Saturday morning, nice and early. Add to that, the next day was, of course, St. Patrick's Day. All these staunch gingers are prowling around a small airport, staring at each other menacingly, as they like to do. And um, probably no time to get to church the next day either. They knew that, so they're a little fucking testy. Add to this, though, as well, McIntyre's Bar at Presswick Airport, from what I've read, has in the past been known to run out of cups of hot chips. Wow. A cup of hot chips... More widely known as a Glasgow salad. Um, <laughs> Running out of hot chips. You think that's all they'd stock up on? Pretty much. Maybe that's maybe that's what happened this particular Saturday morning, and a horde of angry football hooligans have missed out on a traditional Scottish breakfast of chips. What, well, and that, just taking a bad mood. That's what happens when you be a bit of a greedy guts before security. Because if you want to eat and drink after security, you've got the bar, the pa, sorry, par and eagle bar and kitchen, which offers a wide range of food throughout the day, with passengers being able to choose from breakfast favourites to house specials. So you can get yourself, Eggy, a breakfast favourite, the all day breakfast, thirteen pound forty nine, which is about twenty seven Aussie dollars. At uh, the all day yes. breakfast, two rashes of back <laughs> bacon. <laughs> That's just for you. <laughs> two lawn sausages, two fried eggs, Thanks. roasted tomato, baked beans, potato scone, and chips. Thirteen pound forty nine. Add toast for two pound. Fucking, that's rough. If you're paying wow, twenty seven bucks for brekkie, that is a bit much. There should be toast in there, or you can get what I assume they've never run oh. out of, which is the smashed av and eggs, smashed avocado and eggs. <laughs> they don't even know what an avocado is. <laughs> They're fine. If I if I have to say if I forked out twenty seven AUD for breakfast, I would want bottomless white sliced. I'd just keep it coming. Yeah, that is <laughs> even for an airport. That's too much for brekkie. You know what I think? Um, you know what I think? They think smashed avocado is is actually just mashed potatoes with the green food dye from some Paddy's Day Guinness in there. That's, <laughs> 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 that's what they think. Smashed. I reckon they'd have. I reckon they'd have green green mashed potato on um, St Patrick's Day. Ice cream scoop full of that inside of your plate. <laughs> but mate, with really. your with your all day breakfast, you can get yourself. You know, you've got your regular hot drinks, your your coffees and your teas. Uh, but fuck that, we're going to Spain. You can get yourself a ten quid ninety nine Bloody Mary, or an Aperol Spritz. Nothing says I'm enjoying yeah. this Scottish weather like an Aperol Spritz. Or I'm what starting they- to think. Maybe an espresso martini when you want to get maggot and caffeinated. Why have two bevies? When I think of Scottish people, I don't think of any of those things. Maybe they're starting their children on those drinks, get them used to the hard stuff. But I've never met a Scotsman who drinks cocktails. That's no. that's bashable over in Glasgow. The uh, 
they've also got Heineken Zero, the drink choice of mine at the minute, which again would never have been touched, yeah. much like the smashed Av. They've just got one in the fridge sitting there. <laughs> Is that yeah, it's, it's you gathering? You dust. drink Heineken Zero. In Glasgow, you'd want to have a stubby cooler so no one can see what it is, and you're back to the wall. <laughs> I wouldn't be pulling that stunt. The um, thing I noticed, though, Hedy, maybe though, and we 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 yeah. love a drink, and we've had a lot of drinks in in the past. Uh, and I've spent many times in bottle shops. I used to work at a pub with a bottle shop. You've worked in a bottle shop. Have you the most yeah. expensive red wine on their red wine list? Because uh, you've got the house red. That starts at uh, £6.59 for a 175ml. But what I love about the UK and Scotland, they do they also do a large wine, 250ml. That's £7.69. But for the small, for £9.59, it's about $19 Australian, £31 for a bottle. You can get a bottle of Australian red wine, Red Not Shiraz, which I've never oh, heard goodness. of or seen in my life. No, neither have I. I thought you were going to say Jacobs Creek. No, is that the is Jacobs Creek the one with the kangaroo <laughs> on there? Uh maybe I'd know the label if I see it. I'd, no, I don't think so. It's um, it's worldwide. Jacobs yeah. Creek, terrible stuff. Yeah, uh, it's like, it's the Fosters of wine. Beautiful. Managed to infiltrate <laughs> other countries. What we're known for. The Fosters but, of uh, wine. Maybe, maybe these thugs though they didn't they didn't partake in the eagle and uh, eagle and par. Par and Eagle, some golf shit. Yeah, Par and Eagle. What else is available there these days at the Glasgow Airport? Uh, As in food and drink off this menu? Yeah, no, not the menu. Is there any other spots? Well, Par and Eagle got the monopoly. Par and Eagle had the monopoly until the 29th of March 2020 when the Elvis Presley Bar, the bespoke Elvis Presley Bar, was set to open. Um, (laughs) What a time to. What a time to start a business, mm. especially a themed one. Very yeah, a good. themed Elvis Presley bar. Elvis's diet, it was, was notoriously bad, Elvis's diet, wasn't it? Maybe that's why the Scots like him so much, because <laughs> they don't eat nice food. Maybe, though, they were. Like, I'm probably being, we're, we're being a bit unfair on the Scottish. Maybe, maybe they did want to immerse themselves in some foreign civilization and learn about local Spanish history. And uh, what better place to do that than the pubs and eateries of Tenerife South? Pubs, Nick, such yep. as the Harp and Shamrock Bar, <laughs> where Perfect. the owners have bothered to learn English to cater for the tourist yeah. trade. The La owners, Harp. Dylan and yeah. Aidan, are, yeah. however, they're, however, still maintaining traditional Spanish values by showing Celtic Rangers classic matchups on a fucking large screen every night. Yeah. So when you're wolfing down some paella to line the stomach, you don't have to be bored witless by having to converse with, for example, your bloody trouble and strife. Big telly there with football on it. In another country. Who the fuck is Barcelona and Real Madrid? Yuck. I'd like to watch Celtic v Rangers, <laughs> where studs up is the only way to tackle. The, uh, the Harp and Shamrock has some stiff competition over there, though. It must be a bit of a strip, because uh, you could also go to the Emerald Lounge, where owners, Shirley and Stephen, serve up Guinness with all the finesse you'd expect in a traditional Spanish bar. Um... That's, I, I mean, I'd go straight to the Emerald myself on my crawl <laughs> well, you in Tenerife are, South. You are a classier gentleman. I assume the only well, yeah. the only Spanish thing these people have incorporated into their lives is an afternoon nap. <laughs> the only bit of culture I reckon they've picked up from the Spaniards. They didn't even bring bulls to their fighting. They just bash <laughs> each other. Um, that, there's another, another one on the Strip in um, 
in Tenerife South, you could go to Scruffy Mac's Irish Bar, where one reviewer said, and I quote, I had a pint of Guinness, which was very good. I can't remember what my wife had. This is in the review. Well, Adrian D here, he's he's felt compelled to immortalise on the internet just the ambivalence he feels towards his wife. <laughs> Man, I, what a fucking crazy thing to do! I'm I'm having a look on the Facebook page of Scruffy Max. There's yeah. a room full of white people dancing, and it looks horrible, even though it's a still shot. You can tell nobody's doing anything smooth, and I assume something like Sweet Caroline's yeah. playing just from the photo. Ba ba ba! Oh God, I'm gonna vomit. Probably the best bar. Though, from for mine, if I were ever to find myself in Tenerife South, soaking up the culture, I would go to the Wild Geese Irish Bar. Reason for this, like the reviews of the Wild Geese are overwhelmingly positive, but that's that's a bit boring. One review that I was with which I was quite taken reads it can I read out a review oh, that please. I read about the Wild Geese? Please. It's so good. It's the title of it from uh what's that? Tracy B from Glasgow, United Kingdom. Uh, that there's a title. It says, Family Break and Being Abused by Non-Catholic People Who Were Very Ignorant. <laughs> so, this is quite small print. Um, this must be one of the most horrible experiences I've had, this gentleman and his wife who insulted us for our religion and were asked to leave as what Ben chose to hear. It's not a problem to us. We own our own place here and the guy rents only and works there. He's obviously under pressure as a lot of the best staff have left due to horrible conditions. I am extremely upset the way Steph, the manager of Wild Geese and, and Gandy O'Donnell's, who acted very hasty on this situation, started to bring up unreasonable accusations that I was saying things about my daughter three years ago, which is a complete <laughs> lie, as my daughter wasn't even here. Very unprofessional, obviously. He has issues and can't hold on to his staff. Not my problem, but his. His staff also hands, laid hands on my daughter, which I frown upon. How dare they? No customer service and the manager has a very abrupt manner. I don't blame the good members of staff that left. What a great place to air your grievances. Fuck yeah. TripAdvisor. Oh, Who brings man. up things that you heard so... three years ago in a fucking TripAdvisor review? <laughs> I assume the grammar's not correct in that post. Is that a fair... Oh, that's that was one sentence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I sort of autocorrected while I was talking too. There's a fair bit. Like I can't, I can't feasibly say some of the stuff that was said there. It's like people who were very ignorant. Oh, like yeah. I can't I can't do it. It's make me sick. Um so anyway, I don't want to digress too far, but that was quite a special little bit of info that I read the internet's a magical place. I've never but I've never been to Tenerife in Spain. I would love one day to be able to do uh, the Bogan hotspots of the world. You know, so you can go oh, to Bali. Don't... Bali Phuket, Tenerife, go to Cancun, Ibiza. I'd, I don't think so. Miami. I think it would be exactly what you expect. Yeah, the same thing everywhere. Irish pubs in the sun. Yes. I've got a rule. If you're drinking a pint of Guinness and it's over 20 degrees, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. What are you doing? I love, I love when I'm in Queensland and there's Irish bars that are packed and people drinking Guinness. Like it's eight, 90% humidity. You've picked the wrong beverage. <laughs> it's... um. Yeah, I don't know. They're not selling a lot of sangria in uh, Tenerife <laughs> South, what I've seen. Anyway, so before they've even rolled up, the passengers are fucking loaded drunk before they've even got on at uh, Presswick. 
During the flight, right, a woman was getting around in socks. This is something I know you don't particularly appreciate. This, this made a complete stranger even angrier than he already was just for being Scottish. The Scots hate the shoeless almost as much as they love sloppy food. This, this bloke, right, he's, he's told her she shouldn't be doing that, especially if she was about to go into the toilet and that he was going to step on her toes. So just a gentleman looking out for a fellow human in a way. So unnecessary. And for that, for that guy oh. to assume that anybody's following any rules on a Ryanair Glasgow to Tenerife South 6am flight. Yeah. <laughs> leave that la-di-da shit at home. Oh, man. This, this has been the trigger for her. Her white knight boyfriend has stepped in just as the plane was landing in South Tenerife. And it ended up in some close quarters combat. And uh, There is video of this, but it's pretty bad footage, even in this day and age. I... If I ever see two blokes, I don't know having a beef. I I stay out of it, you know. But the sort of you know, one of the one of the ineffectual hostesses has jumped in trying to stop it. Um, I just stay away. But their caring nature draws them to hospitality in the first place. What's get them gets them involved and often hurt. So, I think have you seen the footage of this? Mate, I certainly have. How's this for a sweet bit of audio from the lads on the plane? Whoever has edited that audio has got a keen ear because they've known somewhere to put a beep in. I had no fucking idea what was said there. <laughs> if I can be honest, I reckon someone's just put a random beep in. Oh, for sure. The newscaster's just trying to prove why they have a job. All I saw, I just saw a bloke walking back towards the person filming with a heavily bloodied face. Mm. And you look at it and think, that is a sharp, localised punch to cause that. But uh wasn't, was it? Maybe a, maybe a pinky ring or in a... In a frack ass has caught his face on a Diamante earring. Oh man, no, this was pretty. It was, it was that sort of deep, yeah, deep red. He's sort of. I don't want to. It's um. It wasn't a punch at all. He's, he's ended up. This bloke's ended up losing his nose. Mm. And I bet. I bet when this woman, that woman, made herself a bit more comfortable by flicking her shoes off. She she'd never foresaw her boyfriend getting his nose bitten off, <laughs> defending her honour. But then they are Scottish. We've seen what they do to food, so <laughs> no surprises. Yeah, the witness. There was a witness who didn't want to be named that described how she tried to help. She said, I was beside the man who had his nose bitten. His face was a mess. I was covered in his blood. It was on my hands, but I didn't care. I just wanted to help him. I gave him some wet wipes to clean up, but there was blood everywhere. Oh God, anybody knows wet wipes are not the thing to use in that situation. Oh, man. Yeah, Jesus. If anything, they just sting. Ouchie. Scott, I mean, this is a Scotland... Scotland's actually got a quite, by the by, they've got a quite a vibrant martial arts scene in uh, Glasgow. You can, you can head down to the Vanguard Centre in Glasgow and learn some traditional fighting techniques and pretend that modern thuggery bears some resemblance to uh, Highland warrior types. They, they encourage people to bring pre-smashed pint glasses and a mouth with at least two canines still intact and a positive can-do attitude. That's the problem with yeah people that learn all these martial arts is that when you're dealing with a fucking lunatic on a plane, he's not... He's not given a bow and an us beforehand. He's just yeah. straight oh. for the nose. Man, I, I mean, there's no way of foreseeing this, but I would love it if in a couple of hundred years, battles are being reenacted from now. <laughs> and everyone be going, look at those losers in period costume, hoodies and stuff, pretending they're in a fight from 2019. There's, uh, for the 
for the return flight, the, there's still blood on the overhead locker. So after the, this Ryanair bus has landed and done a U-turn, pretty good spatter to get it up on the, yeah. the lot, like quite high, ceiling blood, that sort of thing. Return flights for these bus route style affairs, though, they're only two minutes after touchdown. And someone's taken a photo of the blood and said, look, this is disgusting. There's blood. Fair enough, there's blood on the all over this for the plane we're about to go you sure was it, it? was it splatter from the injury or was it the guy covered in blood just going up to get a swig of his duty free in between rounds? No, I was probably probably a spat out nose. <laughs> well, if you bite someone's nose off, you don't just, you don't, you're not going to swallow it. Yuck. <laughs> probably spit it up in the air. The traditional <laughs> Scottish victory dance. Spit it and kick it um, like you do with a chewy. Goal. Yeah. <laughs> Bicycle my kick take the tip that, of a nose. Yeah. Give, the, <laughs> give the give the cleaners a break, man. They, they don't get on these planes with ladders and bleach to sort out the ceiling. It's not not really in their pay grade to have to sort out blood spatter on the ceiling. Yeah. For a, they just sprint. They're usually just sprinting through the cabin, picking the broken glass out of the seats and pulling out those vomit bags full of banana peels and shit out of the seat pockets before getting told to get the fuck out of there. I assume the cleaning staff on. Ryanair just get on with sponges taped all over them and just fucking swing their arms and legs as they run down yeah. the aisle. Whatever they clean, they clean. <laughs> I'd, I'd, if I were a cleaner, I'd just buy a gurney, just hook it up, <laughs> just stand at the door, just high-pressure water blast the whole thing out. They should have tiles, really. If it, for the Scottish to fly anywhere, it should be tiles with a, like a bath plug in the middle, angled floor. <laughs> like the fucking like a meatworks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Set it up like a steam room. Um, I mean, they don't have much time, cleaners. I, I'd give them a break. I feel sorry for cleaners at planes. It stinks horrible. They just, they've got about a minute before a bunch of filthy other Brits get on to stink the joint up for their return flight. But anyway, that's... um. So after this, like the nose bite, right? That's a big... That to me is a big deal. Like this, In a statement following the altercation, Ryanair has said, we will not tolerate unruly or disruptive behaviour at any time. So what they've done is they've landed, as usual, and didn't follow it up, straight back to Glasgow to pick up another load of sweaty socks to bring back to Spain to terrorise the fucking poor locals. Well, yeah. That's how little they tolerate it. (laughs) They don't have time. The flights are a fucking pound (laughs) each. You've got to turn around and get back. This this isn't British Airways with Naomi Campbell or something, you know. The Spanish police came on. They... The Spanish, they didn't even, they didn't press charges. They're just like, oh, again. But they, they thought not, not much of it. Neither bloke wanted to say anything about the other. That is, I mean, I know it's prison mentality up there. That's how they operate their society. But even I would relax my policy of never involving the pigs if someone bit my nose off. That is, sorry, that is quite over the line. It's not just a love tap. I know it's Scotland, but fucking hell. One of my favourites that I saw at the Par and Eagle that I forgot to bring up before because we were talking alcoholic beverages, a lot of them seem quite expensive, but there is one bargain at the Par and Eagle bar and kitchen, and that is Monster Energy Drink is £3.15, which is $6.30 is Australian. But a Monster Ultra Energy Drink is only £3.10, so 5p cheaper oh, wow. for Ultra Energy. Zero Ultra, a can of Zero Ultra clocks in at 1,400 milligrams of caffeine per serving. 
okay. to put so that... So it's for women. Your average cup of coffee is 95 milligrams of caffeine. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Jesus. That's solid 15 cups of coffee in one can. Mm. Yeah. Well, that might explain a few things. Yeah. Um, a nose bite. I've always... Um, I've always, I've always marvelled at the excelling of the British in in terms of hooliganism, shining light in a muddy pool of pretenders when it comes to the violence. Yeah. They've always been really, not necessarily the best, but always the most novel. Yeah. Got, like Eastern Europeans are thought of as more vicious in their violence, but in terms of volume of offences and lack of care if crimes play out in the public eye, you, you just you can't beat the British Isles <laughs> once again. Well... This this was so uh, sort of quick and everything, and thank goodness there was that bit of footage. We might never have known about this, but they're they're pretty much John Doe's. There's no, not that they're dead, well they probably are by now, but like there's no knowledge of any name of anyone. But they've just disappeared into the night. Wow, these blokes standard night out. I love the non-washing of the roof as well. Like uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the UFC, Heggy, but if there's a bloody fight on the undercard, there's no mopping in between. So the main card will really? start. And if you don't start watching until the main card and you tune in, you go, what the fuck has happened in there? I like that they've gone with the UFC mat style approach. Do they, why do they do Do they not have time? No. Surely you could run a mop. No. It's like Ryan Air, mate. Next fight, let's go. <laughs> do they have, in your UFC stuff, do they still have bikini girls with the numbers and stuff? Yeah, they do. Pretty sad. Okay. It's yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's the only thing that's wrong. That's the worst yeah. part of UFC, is it? Man, the funniest thing is normally there's a few of them, but uh, a few different ones, and they swap between rounds. But the UFC at the minute, because uh, they've been allowed to start up again in Florida, where the UFC and the WWE have been classified as essential services. But to minimize yes. to minimize staff, they're only allowed one ring girl. So it's probably one chick that has to do every single round. That's rough. Must be exhausted. And lonely. She's got to get up two times. No one to chat And lonely. To. Yes, of course. <laughs> Sitting by herself. <laughs> so anyway, good on Scotland again. The Scots will feature fairly heavily in mid-flight brawl, I reckon, nearly as much as the Irish with their violence and uh, just their general larrikin ways. And, mate, I, I do love that we've come back and brought this into episode 12 because... Uh, God, six stories about models. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed all the model stories, but they did miss that brutal violence, which was the whole reason we oh, kicked yeah. this thing off in the first place. So shout out to the Scots. You know what they did? They had a punch on. A lot of people yelled. We didn't understand them. There was zero arrests, no dobbing. Everybody got on with it. And arguably, like besides hijacks and shootings, probably the most violent thing. I've ever seen on a plane is a nose getting bitten off. Yeah. And yet just ended calmly. You go that way, you go that way. See it Scruffy Max later on. Yeah. The bloke's got the tip of his nose and some milk. And uh, we'll see how this holiday turns out. <laughs> All right, mate. I'm going to go and throw up. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another mid-fly brawl. Get Heggy's merch. TheMerchDesk.com.au. Check him out on Instagram, at Heggy Luke. I'm at the Nick Cody. And Heggy, you're also still putting up clips of your stand-up on YouTube every week. You're a good bloke. Yeah, still going out there. What are you up to, mate, in the media sphere? Besides giving out icy cold cans of Coke on a daily basis. Rugby league's yeah. back. And uh, it's, you know, probably my 15th favourite sport. But at least something's on. So I'm all about it.
Well, in the not-too-distant horizon, there will be some rugby league players featured on this for the sports fans. Fuck yes. All right, mate. Well, take it easy, and we will see you next week. All right, See you, mate. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.